as far as panning like this is what it looks like for me so i have my kick my snare my bass are 808 and like my main keys or pads or whatever right down in the center right down the middle and then everything else i start panning like i have i usually pan my hi-hats i pan my crashes i pan like synth leads and other additional sounds in different areas to create space yo what's good this is clint your host on the music is my business podcast the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career if you want your questions answered live join me on youtube at clint music on wednesdays at 12 p.m eastern time and let's chop it up now let's dig into this week's episode yeah so i've been like mia for the past few days me and the fam uh decided to take a super random uh last minute mini vacay uh over the weekend so we just got back like yesterday um so got rested up and everything got some sunshine chilled on the beach um looked at a bunch of dead jellyfish which was really weird and yeah just relaxed and took some some time to just uh you know clear our minds reset so we can get back on this grind um that we call the week the work week um so yeah what's up anderson from los angeles good to see you um let's see who else we got in the joint let me know where y'all from man let me know what you do um so yeah i'm excited man i'm i'm amped up because i had a cup of coffee had like two times the amount of caffeine so if i'm talking super duper fast and skipping over words that's why because i'm amped up on caffeine this morning um so yeah probably won't go to sleep till like two three in the morning uh because usually i don't drink this much caffeine but it's in my system so i'm ready to go like i feel like i had 18 hours of sleep uh so yeah um man it's been uh it's been dope we had a good time we were in it on tybee island um near savannah uh it's pretty pretty dope perfect weather it wasn't too hot um the sun was out and like the what what was it monday monday it was kind of partly cloudy partly sunny type vibes so that was cool um so yeah man it, it was just good like sometimes you just gotta Sometimes you got to get away from everything that you do like every day and just kind of take a break, man. Um, so you can come back refreshed with new ideas, new thoughts and things like that. So it was dope. Shout out to Tracy, man. Good to see you, bro. How's everything going? Um, <clears throat> hopefully all is well. Uh, let's see, man. What, what can we talk about today? I know I dropped a, I dropped a video recently on how to figure out... Um, if your music is good or not so if you guys haven't checked that out go ahead and check that out some good information man because again you know you don't know until you start putting your music out there um so some good gems what's up midwest midwest nate good to see you back in the building <clears throat> uh jay cooley everything is good yeah man so um yeah so like I said, I'm amped up. I don't know if I'm amped up because I'm refreshed or I'm amped up because I had all that caffeine. And I drunk. Like, I'm the type of person, I don't know. I don't know if you're supposed to drink coffee as quick as I drink it. Um, like, I drink coffee really, like I drink it like I'm drinking water. Like, I just, I just drink it. So I don't know if you're supposed to really down coffee like that or like any type of caffeine. Um, 
so I don't know. I don't know if that's healthy. I don't know if that has a negative effect on anything, but I just drink stuff. Like I just drink it until it's gone. Like I don't stop. Um, some people like take sips and then it like, like, I know like my parents when they drink coffee, it's like, it's an entire event, like sitting at the table drinking coffee for like an hour. Like it doesn't take me that long to drink my coffee. Like I, I make it and then it's gone in like five to 10 minutes. So let me know if you guys just down coffee. Are you supposed to down coffee like I, like I down it? <clears throat> Jay Cooley said everything is good. Uh, Anderson is good. Good to see that everything is good with everybody. I'm digging that. <clears throat> I'm digging that. So let me know, man, what questions do y'all have? Uh, for those of you who are back, you know how we get down. We answer questions, music licensing, music business, music production. Um, I'm here to be an open book for like the next, the next hour. So Anderson Banks Jr. says, drinking coffee is the beginning of a deep conversation with me and my siblings. Okay, that's what's up. So drinking coffee is the beginning of a deep conversation. That's kind of how, that's kind of how my parents approach. Like we would get together with like my aunts and uncles and like the big thing was like, y'all want me to put on some coffee? Once they say that, me and the cousins knew, like, yo, we about to be chilling. We, we about to play for, for, for a couple hours because they making a pot of coffee. So they're going to be sitting down talking for a minute. Um, so that was my experience growing up uh, with, with coffee. <laughs> uh, it was always coupled with, with conversations with the fam. Um, not the kids, of course, because we obviously didn't drink coffee. That would be terrible. Um, but yeah, that's dope. <clears throat> Jay Cooley says coffee makes you sweat, <laughs> especially if you're moving. Yo, I didn't know that. Um, but that may be why I'm kind of warm right now. But I didn't know it like literally made you sweat like that. That is hilarious. Um, coffee makes you sweat. You learn something new every day, man. That's why I like doing these streams, yo, because like you get so many different perspectives and like experiences from different people all over. Um, so that's dope. Thanks for sharing that. So, so I like I can share that fact with somebody else now. I'm like, yo, did you know coffee makes you sweat? Um, but yeah. Let's see. When will you start listening to beats and giving your expertise again? This Friday. It's going down, Jay Cooley. Um, <clears throat> hopefully you uh, you're already on my email list. Um, but yeah, we're doing it again Friday. I'm going to be emailing the instructions out Thursday morning on how to, you know, submit your, your beat or your song um, for the critiques. And we're going to do the joint live. Last week was super, super dope. Um, so we did that. If you're not on my email list, um, this is how you get on my email list. Just go to this link. Click on the the free six step guide and then just download the free guide, but that'll get you on my email list. So as soon as I shoot that joint out Thursday, it's gonna have all the, the instructions on how to submit. And then come Friday, uh, what time are we doing it? I got, a, I got a consultation before that. So Friday at eight, 
p.m eastern time is when i'll be on live and then we're going to give some you know some advice listen to some dope music and um and things like that so yeah definitely make sure you get get on that email list download the free guide and then um yeah we'll we'll be good to go Midwest Nate says coffee actually has some good health properties to it. Yes, that's that's what I've that I've read as well. Um, I, I've heard is actually, you know, it's it can be healthy. Um, I think it gets unhealthy when you start putting all all the crazy sweeteners and and sugars and creams and all that stuff in there, um, which is the stuff that that's how. So coffee for me was like. It was like this, because I, I used to hate coffee. Like, I like the smell of it, but I never liked the taste of it growing up. Um, even as an adult, like, I just, in college, I drunk coffee maybe once or twice to, like, literally wake up and pass an exam. But um, I never really liked it, liked the taste of it. But what happened was, it was like a gradual thing. Like, I started... I think my wife had like a caramel cappuccino from Starbucks once and I tried it and I was like, yo, this is kind of good because it didn't really, it wasn't like a super strong coffee taste. It was like, you know, it was a frappuccino. It was sweet. So I kind of got hooked on those. So I was drinking those for a while. Um, anything iced, like I would drink iced coffee. I didn't like the hot coffee. Um, I had a teacher in high school. She drank hot coffee all the time and her breath was it was a different it was a different kind of breath like it was bad it was real bad like it was so bad like when she would come and help you out with, with the assignment like literally you you'd be doing one of these like trying not or like turning the other it was bad like it was it was man to this day like i remember vividly but that turned me it turned me away from you yeah, i was like yo if that's what it does to your breath i think she had additional issues going on with the teeth and the breath or whatever but i was just like yo if this is what coffee does like i, I want no parts of it so that contributed to me not wanting to drink coffee but then over time like i started drinking the caps then we had our son and when you have a kid you get zero sleep so I started experimenting with different coffees and caffeines and then it went from iced coffee to kind of the cold coffee. Then I started warming up the coffee and then it just went 100% hot coffee. And now I drink like coffee every morning. I'm like, yo, I need that joint. So it was like a gradual thing for me. Um, that's that's been my experience with coffee shout out to everybody coming in man we're talking about coffee apparently but let me know where you're from let me know what you do it's a live q a we're talking about music licensing production and other random stuff like coffee i had coffee today 2x the caffeine super hype right now um so yeah let me know what y'all do what questions you have what struggles you have and um we're gonna try and address them anderson bank says i'm focusing now on mixing but I had need to know the proper panning of instruments for a fuller sound. Yes, man, that's crucial, right? So I'll give you I'll give you some tips um, that I use like in, in my mixing and I teach in my, my mixing course. So as far as panning, like this is what it looks like for me. So I have my kick 
my snare, my bass are 808, and like my main keys or pads or whatever, right down in the center, right down the middle. And then everything else, I start panning. Like I have, I usually pan my hi-hats, I pan my crashes, I pan like synth leads and other additional sounds in different areas to create space. Um, vocals, I usually have the lead vocal right down the middle. Um, and then my like my ad libs, depending on what kind of ad libs I'm doing, sometimes I'll like do panning on, on different sides for different ad libs. And then like my background vocals would be stacked and then I would pan those hard left and hard right um two stacks on each side um so that's usually how i how i do it spread things out um and things like that so maybe that maybe that'll help you um we got rod roderick williams what's good you are here man welcome 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 to the stream I'm learning how to get better with my mixing. Indeed, man, it's an ongoing process, man. Like, I, I'm learning new things. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually, I actually just, uh, it's on my list to create um, a vocal mixing course. I already have the Urban Mixing Made Simple video course um, where I break down mixing instrumentals and beats and things like that. Um, but I've been getting requests to do like something around vocals as well. So you guys can look out for that. Um, I'm excited to, to kind of put that together and just it's going to be just like my Urban Mix and Made Simple course where it's like, yo, I'm going to just keep it simple. Like, because when I started mixing, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff and it was making my mix, my mixing process harder because I had like all these plugins, all these tracks. So over the years, I found a way to really simplify it to where it's less complicated and, and more effective and efficient. Um, especially since I work in like the TV and film space, like sometimes, you know, like I don't have time to do like these elaborate mixes. It's like, yo, what gets the job done? What's essential? What's necessary? Um, so that's what, what, what my mixing courses are, are focused on. But yeah, it's always something, man. Um, something that you can learn and, and apply. Midwest Nate says, yeah, no sweats. I drink it straight. No sweets. I drink it straight. Man, I, I tried to drink, I tried to drink it black. Um, no, this is what happened. So I tried to drink it black. I, we ran out of creamer, I didn't know. So I woke up in the morning, I made some coffee. My wife didn't let me know we were out of creamer. Um, and I didn't, I wasn't smart enough to look and check before I made the coffee. So I was like, man, let me see if I can just drink this joint black. I was like, nah, man, I can't, I can't do it. I'm not there yet. So I was like, let me see if I can just mix this. Uh, <laughs> I tried to mix this protein shake in with the with the coffee because it was like vanilla flavor or whatever. So I was like, maybe this will add a little flavor to it. I get my protein, now I get my coffee all in one shot. It was disgusting. I drunk it though, but it was it was terrible. Um, yeah, it was in that moment I realized that, that I'm I'm not a a straight black coffee drinker as of yet. Check in with me next year, though. I may, I may get there. Um, but yeah, man, I like, I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe I could do it. Like if I, if if I if I let it cool down, I could just down it. I don't know. Uh, Clint, have you ever used Serato Studios before? Um, 
No, I haven't. Isn't that like the the sampler thing? I've never I've never used it. I've heard about it though. Roderick, how do I get the six steps? You can get the six steps using this link. Clintproductions.com slash link in bio. And then click the button. It says free six step guide um, to TV placements. Get that. That'll be your free guide. And that'll get you on my email list um, in case you ever want a beat or a song critiqued. We're going to be doing those this Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, but I'm going to email you the instructions Thursday if you're on my email list. So, so go ahead, grab that um, and knock two birds out uh, with with one stone, as they say. I don't even know anybody that killed one bird with one stone, but that's what they say. So we're going to rock with it. What's up, Floric Music? That wasn't coffee with that teacher. That was a health problem. It had it had to be, bro. Like, cause, man, bro, like, it was bad. It was bad. Um, so shout out to her, man. Hope she's uh, hope she's okay. <laughs> Checking in from Jacksonville, Florida, man. Appreciate you coming through. Midwest, good times, man. Good times. Yeah, exactly. Create space. That's that's what it's about, man. It's creating space. You can also do it. Uh, you can also do it with, with reverb, um, because reverb gives you that illusion illusion that something is further back. So you know, if you have tracks with no reverb, it's going to be more in front of you. If you use reverb, it's going to kind of push it back a little bit. Um, so that's another way to to create space in your mix, in addition to panning and things like that. Um, so yeah, man, I go over all the, all those things in, in my course. Cause like, those are, those are like the essentials to really getting a solid mix, man. Like you can have all the fancy plugins in the world, but at the end of the day, um, if you, if you don't, if you don't have a grasp of like the simple concepts, um, it can make, it makes it challenging. Um, so yeah, man. Tiana from Southern Cali, all up and down the coast. That's what's up. Shout out to Tiana. Thank you for tuning in. Herbie Brown, welcome back. What's up with you, Herbie? How you feeling? I see we got some uh, got some questions rolling in. What I do now is turn off all my plugins and then do game staging before mixing. It's helped me a lot. Dope. That's what's up. John Chez, what's good? Question, what's the difference between websites like DistroKid and BMI? Uh, BMI. Uh, so BMI is a performing rights organization. They collect your performance royalties from things like, uh, you know, radio, TV, film, uh, well, TV, like streaming, um, different things like that. DistroKid is a, a digital music distribution platform. So you put your music on DistroKid so they can send it to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, so on and so forth. And then BMI, you register your music with them so that in the event that something gets used, um, like a live concert, they collect for like live concerts as well, um, eligible live concerts. Um, so if something gets used in those situations that qualify for a performance royalty, BMI collects that for you. 
Um, so those those are the difference be, between the two. DistroKid is going to collect royalties based on like uh, mechanical and streaming royalties. So the sales, the digital sales of your song or beat or whatever, um, and the the streams, the royalties that it generates from streams. Um, so that's that's the difference. <clears throat> Good question. LW is back in the building. She says. Everything black is good, including liquor. I hate licorice. <laughs> that flavored, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. As a kid, like the first time I taste that black jelly bean, like it was over with. It was like, nah, I never want this again. But black is beautiful though. Black is definitely dope. I just can't do that flavor though. Um. Some people love it though. It's like either you love it or you hate it. I feel like that that flavor. John is from Boston, man. Shout out to Boston. Tiana, that's tight. I need some honest feedback on my songs. That teacher had tonsil stones. Yo, she had something. Something wasn't right. It wasn't normal. Um, I don't know, man. Like I feel like as a teacher, like if you have multiple classes and kids kind of hinting at the same thing like man you gotta take you gotta you gotta figure out what's going on um man you just gotta figure it out but it's crazy noah drake i'm noah in south florida wondering if an audio engineering degree in music production is worth it good question i get it a lot um i'll put it this way do you need it to learn audio engineering? No. Um, you got you have, we have YouTube, man. Like if 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 you're disciplined enough to carve out carve out time every day, you have, I mean you have courses as well to where you can be focused and be accountable to learning what you want to learn. Um, you can learn that stuff either through a digital course or on YouTube and um and just kind of grow at your own pace instead of throwing thousands of dollars at on a degree at a, at a music school or whatever um i think one one positive in like going to an actual school or something to to learn that stuff is is probably the networking opportunities and the people you'll meet um in that class and just build relationships through that but i don't think it's like a hundred percent necessary um you know like i don't know like that was something that i wish they had when i when i was in college but then looking back it's just like i mean i learned how to do i learned how to do everything on my own and it just you know just watching stuff online and taking courses and stuff um and saved a bunch of money but i probably i don't know i don't know if i had if they had it I probably would have taken it because that's what I was interested in. But um, I don't think it's necessary. You know what I mean? And I guess, you know, different people are going to put uh, a different way to value on, on something like that. Um, but yeah, you know, it could probably open up some doors like professionally, especially if you're trying to mix stuff for like, you know, different businesses, corporations, having that degree adds to your credibility um 
but yeah, I probably wouldn't like go to a school if there's like a certain. What I think would be more effective is getting a certification in something like a Pro Tools or Logic, something like that. Having a cert, pay for the certification, study the stuff yourself, get get a book, whatever, get a certification. I feel like that would be more valuable and and worth it without going through a, an entire degree program. Because uh, to be honest with you, you can go like I went through five years of of college and once i graduated college like people still they still wanted to see certifications they still wanted to see experience and things like that so it's just like shoot i should have just been working on certifications this whole time you know what i mean so that's my take on it um Anderson Banks, I just realized that I bought your Urban Mix and Made Simple course. I'm going to go back over. Yes, indeed, man. Like, go over that joint. You can watch it as many times as you want because it's a video and you own it now. But, yeah, man. Like, go over it. And um, I want to do... <clears throat> let me know Let me know what you think about it once you take it. I want to do, like, a some other, like, advanced techniques as well to kind of follow up on that. So, let me know what you think, man. Um... Cause there's some there's some other little tips and tricks too that i, I want to share um so yeah <clears throat> i love love hearing the feedback on on the courses that that i provide because it allows me to number one make them better um they let me know if they suck so that, so i could go back and make changes or whatever um but then it also lets me know what other areas you guys are like struggling in so then i can create stuff that can help you learn what you know what you don't already know um because everybody's at like different levels so the feedback helps a lot i appreciate it <clears throat> what up immaculate shout out to everybody coming in man if you guys are just joining let me know where you're from let me know what you do it's a live q a i had a lot of caffeine so i'm talking real fast i'm super amped up and my heart feels like is, is pounding real fast it was a lot of caffeine it was 2x so I've been on that for the past week um, because we had, so this was the thing. So we went, we took a little mini vacay, right? So we stopped at this Walmart because we wanted to get some things for, for the beach house before, um, because honestly the food at, at the, it was just, it was terrible to be honest with you. So we got a couple things for like breakfast and lunch and things like that. So we was trying to get some some k-cups for the the little coffee maker thing but we didn't want to get like a huge 24 pack so he's like yo let's get like the smallest pack we can find so the smallest pack we could find was like a 12 pack oh and it was like a 10 or a 12 pack but it was only this this starbucks 2x caffeine um so that's what we had to go with so now i'm trying to drink it up so I've been drinking it every day until it's gone. My wife can't really drink it. Like she'll have to like water it down or like only drink half because she's sensitive to caffeine. But me, I just I just take it. Just drink it all. But uh yeah, so that's that's what's going on. <clears throat> what's up, Quail? Good to see you. Thanks for coming through. We got another question from Tracy Brown on ASCAP application is it best to do both writer and publisher applications and also is it best to let ASCAP represent you regarding home recording rights um 
Man, honestly, I have to do some research on home recording rights. I don't know. I'm I, I'm not an expert in that area. Um, yeah, so I have I have to do some research on that. But so it doesn't hurt to go ahead and do both writers and, and publisher applications if you feel like. It, I mean, it just doesn't hurt, right? Will you use the publisher right away? Um, it depends on what you're doing, but you will have to have like a publishing entity or like company to register the publisher, um, the, the, you know, to do the publisher application. Like for example, Clint Music pu Publishing. So it's like, I have my personal one, which is just Anthony Clint Jr. And then I have like Clint Music Publishing and then <clears throat> the publishing company has two additional DBAs. So I have like published by Clint, which I think I think that one is ASCAP and then, or, or it's either ASCAP or BMI. And then the other one is like music by Clint or something like that. So you have to have um, three different, if you're a publisher, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm trying not to confuse you, so if you're a publisher, right, and you're publishing other people's works, because um, that's what a publisher does ultimately, if you're if you branch out and go that far, a publisher is usually registered with all three pros because they have to represent writers for each for, that's registered with each organization. Um, but you can't have the exact same publisher's name with each pro. So I can't be Clint Music Publishing with CSAC, ASCAP, and BMI, even though I am. So I had to file for two additional DBAs, which gives me a total of three names. So it's Clint Music Publishing doing business as Music by Clint. Um, so it all comes back to Clint Music Publishing, but that's just how you have to do it. But if you're just like publishing yourself, producers learning how to properly mix your beats can be frustrating and seem overly complicated. Learning how to get clarity, knowing how to consistently get your drums to punch through and create space in your mix are all challenges when it comes to creating a great mix. Luckily for you, I created my Urban Mixing Made Simple video course where you'll learn how to balance 808s and kicks, create balance and space in your mixes, properly balance volume, create clarity using EQ and panning techniques, and create drum mixes that punch through your mix. This course is available at shop.clintproductions.com or just click the link in the show notes. Again, that's shop.clintproductions.com on the computer, shop.clintproductions.com on your phone, or shop.clintproductions.com on any device you surf the internet. Go ahead, grab the Urban Mix and Made Simple course today, and be sure to use the coupon code PODCAST20 so you can take 20% off. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. And you get a direct relationship with, say, an editor or a music supervisor, and you're able to keep your publisher's share of royalties and your writer's share of royalties. That's when having, you know, both work in your favor, um, especially with ASCAP, because ASCAP doesn't allow you to, you know, double up on your writer share so bmi like if you don't have an official publishing company you can do like a, you can say like you know you don't have or like self-published or self-administered or whatever and then they'll just kind of double your writer share so that you're kind of getting both sides on your writer share if that makes sense whereas ascap the only way you get in that publisher's half is if you have a publishing entity 
um and you're and that's registered with ascap so then you can put 100 percent writer share for tracy brown and then 100 percent uh publisher share for tracy brown publishing or whatever so hopefully that makes sense i know it gets man like this business stuff it's so it's so it's so many moving parts and like details it's, it's overwhelming and confusing sometimes um, and it's a lot to grasp like right away. So hopefully these these sessions help make make stuff make sense. Quell from South Florida. Me and my twin brother just started a group called Two Tones. Any advice up and coming also on licensing our name? Um, <clears throat> so I would say start. Uh, my advice is just to start. Uh, just making music man like making good music that's that's where everything starts um you know lining up some singles and start testing the market seeing who who's rocking with your music um start putting it out there start getting feedback from people um and, and see if you can start building momentum and just focus focus on some singles man and just start releasing them uh consistently start releasing content around those um, and go from there then you can start focusing on you know red light you know reserving uh your name and and get becoming official and things like that um you know as you as you start to build like right now the focus should just be on on building and, and just creating great music and um and making sure people people rocking with you that would be my focus starting out then once you start growing you start seeing growth you start seeing people catching on um and people sharing and things like that um then you start worrying about you know trademarks and and all that stuff um because that's not that's not a cheap process either um i think that depending on where you go that process usually starts like around two grand um just to go through trademarking a name you don't want to dish out like a boatload of money and you're just getting started um you know what i mean so that's what that's that that would be my advice <clears throat> uh cras is a tech school geared towards audio engineering it's in arizona only though ah that's interesting thanks for that info and sharing it for, for anybody who needs it uh there you guys go yo smash the like button if you guys are liking uh these live streams and q a's i enjoy hanging out with y'all anderson bank says i was close to buying some mixing templates but decided to focus learning to mix and make my own templates that's dope that's i i i, I dig it um Cause sometimes if you're using a template you're using what somebody already created from scratch but if you can learn how to create um everything from scratch such as you know just learning how to create an auxiliary track like i had to do that on pro tools because it's not the most intuitive thing on pro tools and logic when i switched to logic and i created an aux track i was like yo that was super easy like literally all you have to do is like it's two clicks whereas pro tools like you have to go through like you have to create a specific type of track and then you got to route the track and logic you click the track like say i have a kick and i want to create an aux track or whatever or a bus 
I just hit go to the bus section, select the bus number, and it creates it. And it's automatically routed to, it's connected. Like, it's just, I don't know. Um, logic makes certain, certain things easy. But yeah, I feel you on that, Anderson. Uh, no doubt, Noah, man. Glad I can, uh, glad I can help. Jay Cooley says, how can I purchase the Urban Mixing course? I'm going to post the, uh, let me see. It's on my store. I'm going to post the link. So you can visit the store, clintproductions.com slash link in bio. Um, that will pretty much take you, your, well, you'll click, go to the clintproductions.com slash link in bio, then click on the my store button. All of my courses, all of my sound loop packs, MIDI packs, um, all that stuff is on that, um, is in that store. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you can find it. <clears throat> but yeah, man, I definitely want to, I definitely want to get, get a, get a mixing course together. I have that, I have that on the schedule to knock out next month. Um, so yeah, definitely want to, want to do that. Let's see, what do we have? Carrie, what's up, Carrie? Starbucks. Let's talk music, dude. Yo, I know. Yo, Starbucks, man. Coffee. Don't get me back on the on the coffee thing. I got. I have plenty, plenty of it. Man, so I'm ca I'm catching up on the comments. I see everybody talking about coffee again. I began drinking coffee in '83 when I joined the Marine Corps. Black coffee, the way the Marines drink it. I've been hooked ever since. Man, one day I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it one day again, maybe later. It may grow on me, like coffee grew on me. Like I didn't think I would ever just be a coffee drinker, but it, it grew on me. So we'll see. Carrie says, there is publishing paperwork to make your own publishing with BMI. Correct, not, not sure if ASCAP has paperwork. BMI is 150 to set up. Um, ASCAP, ASCAP, they have a, it's, it's kind of like the same. They have a process as well, um, as far as like paperwork and things like that. Um, CSAC, you know what? Did, I think CSAC had paperwork. Like when I signed up with CSAC, it was, they like, they took care of a lot of things for me and kind of made it, kind of made it easy. So I think there was paper. I don't even remember, dude. Like that's crazy. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think fees may vary slightly, but yeah, pretty much the same thing. What's up, Uplifted? Welcome back. Uh, how do I sign up so you can hear so you can hear the songs? I'm on the website now. Oh, okay. So if you're if you're trying to uh, to get to get linked up to do the song critiques on friday um so i'll be live friday 8 p.m eastern time here on youtube so if you want your song critiqued um you go to clintproductions.com slash link in bio download the free six-step guide just enter your name email and then that gets you on my list. Like once you do that, you know, you'll get an email with the free guy and things like that, but you'll be on my email list. And then I'm gonna email you Thursday morning with the instructions on how to submit 
your song. Um, it's just one song or one beat per person, artist, producer, however you want to put it. Um, but yeah, I'll send you all the instructions Thursday, which is tomorrow. Um, and yeah, then we're going to go live Friday and we're going to listen to these joints. I'm going to try and get through all of them if I can. I never I never get through all of them. It's so many. Like I get so many submissions. It's crazy. But um, I'm going to try and get through as many as I can. And um, there will be an option to skip the line if you want um through super chats but yeah that's that's what we're gonna be doing friday so that's how you do it get on the email list um you'll get a free six-step guide to tv placements and we're gonna i critique from the perspective of you know would would this beat or would this song work for tv and film um so that's the perspective i'm approaching it um and, and kind of give you critiques based on the you know that being successful in that area uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. It's going to be dope. Last Friday was super dope. I did it like a few weeks ago and it was dope as well. So yeah, definitely looking forward to it. CRHO music or CRO, CRO music. How do you balance family life and music licensing? Um, uh, you kind of set, you set uh, a schedule and, and boundaries, right? So we have a schedule there's a part of the day where i'm working um and my wife has the kid and then we switch off and then i have the kid and then she's working and then at you know around dinner time we come together spend family time um then once the little dude is down me and the wife we have our time and um and that's how we do it and then on on saturdays and sundays we spend more focused family time together um so we'll try and we'll try and do something plan an event or something go somewhere uh with our son and, and do something with him that he finds fun um and something that'll wear him out so that he goes so he goes to sleep um take naps and stuff like that but yeah the weekends are really focused more so more so towards family um occasionally we have to slip some meetings in or whatever um but for the most part yeah that's the focus um yeah and we just kind of we just kind of have schedules and there's just times where it's like okay quality time or there's times where what we'll do we'll call like quality time like so sometimes like we both love what we do right so sometimes it's easy to just pick up the phone and just like start doing business like unintentionally because it's like you know you, if you're passionate about something it doesn't feel like work right it just you're just doing what what you love to do so sometimes we can kind of get off focus and then if somebody else like wants quality time if i want quality time or if my wife wants quality time we'll just call qt um and then we'll put the phones away and then we'll just focus on, on one another um or the family or whatever so that's how that's how we kind of balance it um just by creating schedules um creating boundaries and calling qt when we want some uh some quality time without technology and all that stuff so yep fine fine stroll robert what's up i have a lot of sync song ideas how can i collaborate with someone like you on licensing projects so the best i'm not looking um for music at the moment on projects or collaborations i have a, a small team that i work with um 
and it's just because the deadlines are so quick um i go through like a vetting process and it's just it's easier to to work with people that you know that you vet it um and that deliver consistently so sometimes um i'll, I'll bring opportunities um uh, which I'll, I'll have one coming up later this year for people to submit and collaborate um and that's how i kind of find new people to work with through those you know those those opportunities like the complete the beat contest um i found um some dope producers through that contest um some dope uh man just dope dope writers um so when i have those contests that's the opportunity to get on my radar submit music and, and i can see you know see if you can follow instructions i can see if if number one you can compose quality music um and things like that and then you know once that happens it, there's been there's been producers who didn't even win the contest um uh, that then i'll go back like yo your stuff was dope like you know what i'm saying like let's bring you on and um and see you know see see how it works and we just kind of go from there but <clears throat> if you're if you're starting out the first thing is going to be finished finishing projects like if you have ideas that's cool but licensing company super supervisor editors they don't want ideas like they want finished products um and then even even people like myself like that you're looking to collaborate people want to see that you can finish a project on your own as well because we don't want to be the only ones like doing the finishing and doing all of the work um so you have to kind of prove that you can hold your own as well and it makes it easier on everybody um because if there's if there's something where you know like where we can't uh we don't have time to like finish the whole thing or it's like a super short deadline you know can you mix your own stuff like on the fly can you can you deliver stems how they how they want them delivered and things like that so it's a lot a lot of moving parts that goes into uh, being successful in licensing uh, that's why i try I, I do these so i can kind of give you guys insight on that but yeah there will be an opportunity for you all to collaborate with me coming up soon um actually I'm, I'm working on something it's gonna be dope just stay patient and uh and we're gonna make it happen man so we can see um you know just see see some dope talent even through my uh my road to 10 placements live sessions um that we're gonna start back up soon um i found some some talented writers and artists through that um so yeah there will definitely be opportunities uh to do that so i appreciate you asking um my money mine or money mine productions thank you for the super chat i appreciate that appreciate the love um and the support all right let's see caution ready game says if you have a Q sheet showing on the ASCAP member account, does that mean a royalty payment will be paid out for the Q sheet? Uh, yeah, it should be. I mean, I, I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen a Q sheet. Uh, I, I think that, like that's the point, right? Like for them to submit that once, if you're seeing that show up, then that means you soon you should see some type of royalty payment for it, for it. Cause that's why they submit them so that royalties can be paid out um so yeah that means uh that means you should have some some royalties coming soon um if you haven't already gotten them 
so yeah that's that's why i love seeing q sheets in my in my account uh because it means money is on the way philip p what's good how many beats should you have ready before your submission to a sync library i say like eh, like five to ten beats of your best beats though like make those joints hot fire um send your best work and really that's that's going to be to give them an idea too of, of that you can produce dope music dope work right um so yeah i say have about five um <clears throat> and they're because they're gonna go through and they're gonna skim through most of them anyway um so make sure those make sure those first those first few are like like dope dope you know have them structured right um mix good master like all of that stuff make sure it's it's uh it's legit but yeah um yeah get a list together and, and start submitting man oh somebody else is mentioning cras grad class of 2012 getting my library catalog together 500 comps i joined the road to 10 placements this week i will be booking the consult call soon with you i'm ready dope man that's exciting uh that's exciting man just just starting that journey uh to get those those first 10 tv placements um so yeah i appreciate that and glad you guys are, are loving the info and, and it's helping you um so yeah definitely keep me posted on the progress and looking forward to to the consultation as well hosea says me and bawa have a single called pandemic party I want you to hear it. I think it will go good on WeTV for growing up hip hop. Dope. Um, yeah, do it. Submit that joint. Make sure you're on my my list um, so that I can send you the email on how to submit that song, and then we'll we'll try and critique it live this Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, to get on my email list, you just download this free six-step guide that'll get you on my list um and then you'll get you'll get my email thursday lw says when people submit music do you ever get jealous like dang i wish that was mine man absolutely y'all like i come across stuff where i was like yo i wish i would have made that that's fire all the time man like i'm not the best producer out there like it's people better than me um and it's people who make stuff that I could like I could make like you know like I have the skill set to be able to play and make what they make but I just didn't I didn't think of it that way like that's the dope part of just about people man like everybody's different everybody thinks to play a set of chords differently or I was working I was working with one of my friends um and we we were collaborating on a track, and he we both play keys. We're both musicians. Um, he I think he plays way more instruments than I do though. But he would he would do something, and I was like, yo, like what did you do? And then he would show me. I was like, oh, like I do that too. But he did it slightly different than I would, and it changed it changed the whole vibe. And I'm like, yo, like that made it feel totally different. I never thought to like you know just a, a short delay and moving to the next note would make a difference in how it sound um so it's, it's just crazy how, how different people just approach things differently 
But yeah, man, I hear dope stuff all the time. And it's just like, man, I wish I would have thought of that because that's fire. Um, but it's I, I won't say I get like jealous. I, I get inspired. It inspires me. And it makes me wish I would have did it. <laughs> uh, John says, could you register a song with BMI and put it on your YouTube channel to make money on it? Is that cheating the system? Um... Does BMI pay YouTube? I don't think, I don't know if BMI pays YouTube. I, I, I guess it's kind of like a, I think to get your, um, I, the easiest way, sign up with SongTrust. SongTrust.com will make sure your stuff is on BMI and they'll make sure they're collecting YouTube revenue for you as well. That's the simple answer. Um, that's that's the short answer and the easiest way because what happens is like you sign up with song trust it's like a one-time setup fee but you sign up with them you submit your like you release your song through distro kid or whatever then you upload that song once it's on spotify you can upload that song on song trust link the spotify link of the song and then they'll go they'll register with bmi for you and then they'll also register with other pros worldwide to make sure they're collecting all the royalties for you worldwide in addition to you know the youtube content id and make sure they, they collect that stuff as well uh so that's that's the easiest approach is to have a pub admin just kind of handle everything for you uplifted says so five to ten beats is ideal yeah absolutely like I always like, uh, you know, I, I think that's that's plenty. Ten is it, it, ten is plenty. Like five, definitely gets the job done. Usually, when I'm submitting stuff for the first time, um, I'll do I'll do around five. Um, I think a recent one I did. There was only I did like three tracks. I submitted three tracks. Um, I'm still waiting for them to hit me back. I'm gonna have to follow up on that. So yeah, uh, should stingers be on all of them? Absolutely. Put a sting at the end of all your all your instrumentals, even your full songs if you can. Um. So yeah, that'll that'll definitely increase your your chances. Uh, you know, we create music TV. What's up? Good to see you, bro. Uh, for the new people coming in, we're just doing a live Q&A. Be on here for a few more minutes. Take some questions. Um, smash the like button if you're, if you're digging the video. Um, or the live stream. Not the video. Like, it's kind of a video, but it's like a live thing. I don't know. Um, let's see. Immaculate. What's your take on submitting beats that you've dropped independently through Spotify? Example, beats from singles or beat tapes. Oh, I'll submit them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if they're, if they're your beats, um, you have them. Now, you will, you know, double check with who you're like submitting is submitting is one part of it actually having those beats signed to a licensing deal with the company is another thing so 
you know, you can submit, you know, those beats. And then once you guys start having the conversation of, you know, are they available for licensing? Ask them, you know, like, you know, I've released these through Spotify and things like that. Is that okay? And they'll let you know they shouldn't have a problem. Like I've never had um, a licensing company have an issue with releasing those things, but it's going to depend on uh, it's going to depend on that company as well, because some companies release their own um, they release their own albums and like catalogs and things like that. So for companies like that, like I did a project where, you know, we did like some it's going to be what was it? It's like a hip hop orchestra album, right? But they're working on an album and then they're going to release it. So I can't go and like release those tracks I did for that project and release it on my own on Spotify and things like that. Um, so, you know, something to keep in mind. Just make sure you ask whoever you're working with if, if that's cool. Um, that way, you know, you know up front and then you don't do anything that has to be undone and all that stuff. But, you know, once it's out, it's out. Um, you can always find a company who's okay with... Uh, you can either find a company who's okay with your music already being out on Spotify, or you just make new tracks for the company who, you know, who may not want you to, to release them. You just create something new. That's the dope part about being a producer, man. Like, we can, like, create stuff out of thin air. You Like, you can create intellectual property and then... Uh, you know license it over and over and over again and then collect royalties from it for the rest of the life of like of that copyright um, so it's a beautiful thing to be able to create something that can make you money forever <clears throat> uh, Noah Drake any tips for ads um, yo I need to have I need to have my guy Brennan come on for. I'm gonna hit him up. I'm gonna hit him up. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get him on here live uh, for the stream and for the podcast to talk about ads because iOS and Facebook. You guys know that this big change happened as far as like ads um, and and just this whole the tracking and uh, conversion pixels and all this stuff um, has changed. Um, to where people have the option to be like, stop tracking me, you stalker. Like that, <laughs> that has changed the ad game specifically for like Facebook ads and things like that. So um, I'm gonna hit him up, try and get him on. And then he can talk to you guys about that stuff. Um, Cause he does like ad campaigns for like all the, the like the hottest comedians and all that stuff. Um, and he can give you guys like the the rundown on on ads and all that stuff because like i'm not an expert like i like i have ads running but i am by no means an expert at the stuff um like i literally like i book consultations with people such like such as brennan um and pay them to teach me about that stuff because i just be sitting there like what um but yeah, I would say before before you start spending money on ads, 
figure out if you can um if you can get organic traffic to whatever you're running ads on first um and test it because you don't like you it, you can go through a lot of money on ads real quick just trying to because you you have to test anyway so you're gonna lose money anyway up front just testing different things out um but test with your current following or email list um and just before you start spending a bunch of money you know trying to figure out what your what your audience want um and make sure you know who your audience is because if you don't know what your target market looks like like what like the person who loves your music likes and where they hang out or what triggers them emotionally and things like that you're gonna have you're gonna have a hard time running a, a successful ad campaign as well so yeah that's the ad world but i'm, I'm gonna try and get my guy brendan on man and give y'all some game Yeah, that new iOS update definitely changed up the game, like like a hundred percent. Like I've I've noticed a difference in my ads, like especially like the past um, past couple weeks. Uh, it's definitely a difference. Um, but that's that's why it's like it's so important to, um, and most people who are running ads, like they're running them to get um, to get the, at least the contact information of your fans or of your your customers because if you don't do that you're just like running ads and you're not you're not collecting that contact information at least an email address um then when changes like this happen when facebook decides to do whatever if instagram decides to just disappear you lose like all contact with all of your followers all of your fans unless you own their information unless you own their email address you can easily build back up on another social media platform if you you got you know like i have you guys' emails like i'm a if anything happens to youtube or facebook or instagram we gonna move to the next thing i'm gonna let y'all know like yo this is where i'm hanging out like come and join me so we can stay in touch you know what i'm saying so um it's important to to collect email addresses phone numbers whatever you can so you can stay in touch with your people that like what you what you do man um so you gotta start start over from scratch or like when things like this happen um you can you can find a way to um to pivot and, and stay in touch and and continue to give value to the people who who actually want it um so yeah man we yeah we definitely got to dig into that that'll be a good one Anderson Banks, what's your take on bypassing the pro and reaching out to novice filmmakers? I'm thinking about networking with film students to see if they can use my music. Um, so bypassing, um, you don't have to bypass, like if, if by pro you mean performing rights organization, um, they like you still wanna, you still gonna have to like register your works through them. Um, they don't like necessarily place your your music for you but yeah reaching out to filmmakers like beginning ones like man dude that's a dope way to to really get in and build relationships get your resume up um you're giving value to those filmmakers because they may not even they probably ain't even thinking of, about the fact that they need music to really bring their their productions to life um and what can happen is and that's like 
as kind of like building, you know, I guess horizontally versus looking trying to get on to somebody who's up here. Like if you work down here, people who are just starting out, like they continue to grow in their careers. Next thing you know, one of them could be like the next big producer or filmmaker. And because you started building that relationship early on, now you have an opportunity to, to be pulled in on some big projects that they may be working on. Like they may go sign a, a big deal with Netflix or some streaming service and now because you rocked with them from the beginning they got a budget so it's like yo i'm rocking with anderson now because he was there from the beginning i know what he can do we've worked on multiple things before and that's that's how like that's how things work man it's just like it's literally based off relationships man um i was talking i was talking to my guy uh bradley man and he was just talking about how he got I think what was he doing like some anime stuff but that came about just off a relationship from somebody he knew way before the opportunity came up so yeah i think that's super dope <clears throat> um yeah you uh you can't go wrong there no doubt noah appreciate you coming through yes indeed we create music um uh, super dope way once you get in the library are they going to ask you for more beats that you've already made or from that point are they just going to send you briefs um combination of both excuse me some will ask for like more work more of your work and then some will be like uh some will want to sign what you send them um and then some will be like okay dope like this is this is what we need they'll send you like a brief um this is what we're looking for we'll add you to our list when we when we have requests and then you just submit you know every time you get a, re a request um and that's usually usually how it goes um yeah okay crash stands for conservatory of recording arts and sciences science sciences not scientist yes it is cooler to say is it crass 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 is a, is a lot easier I, I agree boy wonder says do you need vsts plugins designed for action scenes and sync music um yes and no depends on what you're making if you're making if you're making trailer music um you need like like you can't you can't be you can't be using like some some stock strings from like um i don't know i don't know, whatever dog like some dogs have okay stock strings but like you want those joints to sound like a real orchestra you know what i'm saying like you're competing with with like cats who are literally like using live orchestras so i feel like uh my son always locks my chair uh i feel like a native instruments has very very good strings there's some other ones out there um uh i used to use what was it la scoring strings they make good strings 
but you want high quality stuff and then there's just certain elements like your your rise and your hits and your like your big drums those big orchestral drums um you want to have good libraries for those um because the orchestral kit like in logic pro like i've used them before but it's like it's not the same man like i always try and if you have to start where you are of course but like if you can afford to invest in some high quality libraries or like VS, vst plugins definitely do it it makes a difference um especially for like that that action stuff action hits i think native instrument makes one like i use all that stuff uh, but there's also opportunities where you're just making music that's like you know that's just hot like music that's on the radio they you get requests for those as well so you're not necessarily needing all of you know these orchestral elements and things like that like they just want trap music like hip-hop music pop music country music you know what i mean um and then they let the other guys like if they want if they wanted to sound orchestral or trailerized they'll hire somebody who has all that stuff to add those elements to it uh so yeah really good question here we go we create music tv giving you guys some good libraries i'm gonna post this up so y'all can take screenshots and notes or whatnot um, of some good stuff to check out. Um, man, like one, one of my pet peeves is like cheesy strings and brass sounds. Like I, I hate them. Um, those are those are things that I feel I like just definitely worth it. It sounds period like it's just it's a great investment and it makes it just makes a difference man you can tell um you can tell the difference i love action strikes um love it S session strings yeah um i've heard of project sam too amazing stuff um amazing stuff so yeah, make sure you guys are taking screenshots of this stuff um, that you can use. Indeed. So listen, guys, I'm about to wrap this up. Um, let me post this one by Immaculate. I'm about to wrap it up, but I appreciate you guys coming through this live Q&A. It's always a dope time. Um, always dope information dope talks dope talks and all that stuff um again if you guys want to submit one song or one beat for the critique on my youtube live this friday at 8 p.m eastern time get on my email list you can do that by downloading my free six-step guide to tv placements and then i'm going to send you detailed instructions thursday morning on how you can submit that and then we're gonna uh we're gonna link up again friday and listen to some dope music man and um and help you guys out see if your beats or your your uh your songs are ready for tv and we're gonna we're gonna critique based on you know that criteria of like of what they look for um in music like that um so it's gonna be super dope i know a few people were asking about um my mixing course the urban mixing made simple all that stuff all my courses you can find um, again, clintproductions.com slash link in bio. Got the mixing course there. We got the road to 10 placements, my getting TV placement blueprint, all of that stuff is there. 
uh, everything, man. Just go to the site. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.